What is up, gamers? Welcome back to the Aggressively Okay podcast. I am your inverse host, Joseph Salamone, and I am joined by... Um, hi, my name is Adam Sidarius, and I just figured out how to use Tenet. Um, and if we do it correctly, <laughs> we can fit in two topics in one episode. So I, I think we can do it, Joey. Do you think we can do it? I, um, I think uh, this podcast might open a lot of the right doors and maybe some of the wrong ones, too. Gotta go get Michael Caine for help. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> this is not a tenant review. Um, we are talking New Mutants today, uh, a movie that I personally never thought would come out. Um, bought tickets for tonight or last night or inverse like a year ago. Um, <laughs> and I even till like two minutes before I walked in the theater, I was like, is this going to cancel the release again? Like, <laughs> like I genuinely thought like maybe there's a chance I won't see it. And, um, I mean, did it feel surreal to you to, like, finally see it? Um, I, I it felt, because I, 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 it felt weird when I saw the 20th Century Studios logo, and I was like, oh, this is so, this, like, we're fine. Like, it, I, it dawned on me the, kind of, the insane history then what took us to get to this moment. So, it, well, right when I saw the 20th Century Studios, it kind of was like, I was like, oh, shit, I'm actually seeing New Mutants right now. Yeah, I mean, the tra- it, it filmed in 2017. I remember the first time I saw the trailer was during Thor Ragnarok, which is forever ago. So, like, mm-hmm. this this movie is very old. But uh, it... Uh, you know what? I'll just get into it. This movie stars Anya Taylor-Joy, Maisie Williams, uh, some other people that I don't remember the name of. And it's it's it takes us in the Fox X-Men universe. It's kind of alluded to. Um, and it... It has like these five teenagers who are in this facility, like kind of like a prison hospital kind of deal. And they are there. And the only like adult there is like this uh, uh, doctor named Dr. Reyes. And you don't really know what her deal is. You're, she just keeps telling them like, you're here for a reason to like harness your powers to like get in control of your emotions. Because like going through puberty and having mutations is dangerous. And we will guide you through that. And, you know, slowly but surely, weird stuff starts to happen, and they start to suspect that it might not be what it seems, you know? Um, so, Joey, before we get into your thoughts, like, were you looking forward to this movie, or were you kind of apprehensive after all, like, the delays? I was apprehensive after all the delays, because I just don't, I don't even really, it, it, I, I, there was, I heard, apparently, they, they shot a, they reshot it with Melissa McCarthy, right, at one point? No, that was not true. <laughs> oh, that wasn't um, true? No, they were, they had, um... Okay, so they were going to go in and reshoot some of the movie, and they were going to add a post-credit scene with Antonio Banderas being uh, uh, Nathaniel Essex, which they, I mean, mm-hmm. light spoilers, they allude to Essex Corp in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were going to shoot a post-credit scene with Antonio Banderas, but then they just they didn't get the funding to ever shoot it because of Disney. Um, but they, they turned out to be a, a quote, I mean, it depends how you look at it, but a good thing because... Josh Boone said, like, by not getting the funding for the reshoots, he was able to have his vision of the movie. I mean, uh, I don't know if, uh, I mean, I, <laughs> cool for him, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Joey, what did you think of New Mutants? <laughs> uh, New Mutants. Um, I, uh, I thought it was fine, I guess. I, it's, it's, it's not, a, it's not terrible. Um, it's, it's the first 10 minutes I, I Adam. I texted Adam. I was like, I might not make it through this whole movie, but it's it gets better after the ten minutes. It's just kind of a, 
it, it, I don't even really know. There's nothing wrong with the film. It's just not. There's not not, not much happens in the movie. You know, it's it's kind of just. It's a pretty brief film. It's I think it's only ninety minutes, and it's uh, yeah. it's it it, it 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 it. I mean, it's 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 a pretty basic telling of this story. And there's I mean the I'm not super familiar with the comics that are related to this story, but. I, I I'm not really interested to read anymore. Uh, the performances are, are, are pretty good. Um, Anya Taylor Joy uh, is the love of my life. Um, but uh, and uh, Maisie Williams does a good job. And then what's the new what's the uh, the Native American lady's name? Was it? Uh, um, I forgot the. Hold on, let me go see. Uh, Blue Hunt. Blue Hunt. Blue Hunt. Yeah. Uh, she did a fine job. Um, she was really good, actually. I was impressed yeah, she, by her. She did pretty good. Uh, it's she, her first I, movie too, so that that's like, equally impressive. Oh, really? That's good. I mean, yeah, she did a, a good job. Uh, the guy from Stranger Things does a good job. Charlie Heaton, yeah. Um, Henry Pico. Zaga, who played uh, uh, Rob uh, Roberto. Um, there's some controversy with his casting, and I won't even get into that because that's like a whole other can of worms of like whether or not he should have been cast in the role. But um, as a performance, I thought he was very good in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, the performances are fine. There's some... Uh, the CGI is not great in the movie, unfortunately. Some of it did kind of got ps 3 Some of it's good, but some of it's not. Like, it's kind of weird. Cause, yeah. Like, everything with Demon Bear, it, like, it looks cartoonish, but, like, in a good way. Like, it's stylish, mm-hmm. which I like. Yeah. But then there's stuff like when Robbie is, like, mutating, and it looks terrible. Yeah, like when yeah when when uh, when fucking Henry Zaga's character is is kind of it, I was like, dude, this looked better in 2004 with the Human Torch. Like, what's going on here? Yeah, that yeah, Robbie. Like, yeah, like when yeah. he um every pretty much every time he mutated, like it's awful. Um, which is weird because like, but then when um the Stranger Things kid, like whenever he would mutate, it kind of looked, looked good. fine. Like, yeah. Even Macy Williams like, looked fine when she would mutate, and uh, and I, I know like Anya Taylor Joy, like she doesn't have like it's not like a full body mutation. It's just the arm. Mm-hmm. But like that scene, like where she and this is very light spoilers, and it, like it, there's nothing to really spoil in this movie. Um, but like when she mutates and she opens that portal, it looks amazing. Like it's mm-hmm. really cool. Um, and yeah, it's just weird. Like some of the effects are good. Like it feels like even like the more complex effects are better looking than really simple stuff. It's, it's yeah, really that's weird. I guess that's a, that's kind of a good way to put the movie though, where some of it is uh, actually pretty good and some of it is just kind of. Uh, uh weirdly bad like it's not it's not like i said to adam i was like this isn't even like particular it's not even a particularly bad movie like i wouldn't say like i wasn't like dreading watching this movie it's just kind of like it's just kind of like you know just sit back and watch it you know like that's kind of what i did i was just kind of like all right i'm watching this movie so yeah i mean so like i mean you said you haven't read any of the new mutants comics and you're not interested and i i would say i mean i'm not gonna tell you to read them like go out and (laughs) seek it out but, like, the first X-Men comic I ever read was New Mutants. And mm-hmm. so I was kind of excited for this. And th- it's very different than the New Mutants that I read. Because mm-hmm. I, I didn't read the original run. I read, like, the revitalized one from the mid-2000s. Um, but the thing with uh, this is, like, it's it's adapting the Demon Bear, the Demon Bear storyline, which I would equate to, like, the levels of, like, Dark Phoenix and Infinity War. Like, it is... Not mm-hmm. quite to that like like scope of a level, but it's this really long-lasting story that delves into like the traumas and the psychological aspects of what makes a mutant a mutant, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful, beautiful story about like just acceptance and growth and anxieties and fear. And this movie tries its best to adapt that in 90 minutes, 
And I, I posted this on, on social media, and I'll say it again. While I fundamentally disagree with the idea of cutting down this massive story to 90 minutes in one movie. That being said, I think if you had to do that, this is probably the best version of a 90-minute Demon Bear story you would get. Um, I, I, I I didn't love this movie. I think I, I, I even hesitate to say I like fully liked it. But there were parts of it that I really admired as an X-Men fan. I think better than almost any other Brian Singer X-Men movie, it understands like the allegories for like um, sexuality and racism mm-hmm. that you didn't like how they're clearly like a bladed metaphor for these things. Like I, I don't know if you got this, but like I got conversion therapy vibes from this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did as well. And I thought that was interesting and like something I didn't necessarily expect from New Mutants, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and like it's it's a really frustrating movie because like there's I genuinely think there's like peaks of greatness like shining through at points. But I'd say like, maybe mo- there's hints of it. I don't. I wouldn't say there's like big moments. Why well, I said like, peaks, like yeah. peaks of greatness. Like there's like because there's like a moment, um, really like kind of early on between um, Anya Taylor-Joy, like where she's talking about how she killed men. And it's really gripping. Cause like mm-hmm. just her line delivery is fantastic. And she's and just like one of the best actresses working right now. She's she so kills great. Her in this movie. She's great. I mean, um, I know I said it at the top, but I'm absolutely in love with her. She's awesome. Um, Anya Taylor, be my girlfriend. Challenge. I know she's listening. So <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah, I liked she, I mean, magic is like one of my favorite Marvel characters and, well, her magic is like this is a very young magic, and she's not you know fully the character she is in the comics. Um, she she gave a great performance. Um, and I gotta say, like the mystery of this movie, while I, it's a little more slow burn than I was anticipating, like you really don't get any exposure to anything else until like the last twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, you, it, it's still cool. Like I was interested in it, I was intrigued, and I thought that it rode the line of like mystery and suspense a lot and i honestly forgot that it was a superhero movie until like the last 20 minutes like i don't know if you felt the same way but like even though they had powers like it wasn't like even really it's not even really a superhero i I wouldn't really call it a superhero film at all i think it has i mean it it is but like it doesn't feel like one not in the same regard but like in the same way joker doesn't like i'm just like it doesn't there's nothing flashy about it. Yeah, and it, it's kind of like it, I even say where it's not even like it's a more serious approach. It kind of because people are like Logan doesn't feel like a superhero movie. It just doesn't like the way that the plot progresses is not the same yeah. way that a superhero film would progress. Yeah, I'm not. Well, I, I'm more positive on the movie than Joe is. I'm not saying that as a positive either. It just it just doesn't feel like one. It's mm-hmm. just like it's not a good thing or a bad thing really. I it's will just, say, I mean, I think if that's what they were going for, it does feel like its own thing. Like I think you could. I think if you you could probably watch this removed from the X Men and have, still be able to understand mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, there's only, like, two or three that I picked up on, like, references to the X-Men universe. Like, mm-hmm. And it's very clearly the Foxverse. It's not anything MCU, obviously. It's, um... I mean, I don't want to spoil it in case anyone hasn't seen it and doesn't care, but, like... Or, like, they care and they don't want me to spoil it. But, like, there's one... Imp- I mean, you'll know what I'm talking about. Like, the one... The big one, where they're fully talking about it for an entire scene. And it's just kind of like, this feels very, like, deleted scene. Like, mm-hmm. take it out of the movie. It's stupid. Yeah, that's a great... That's a, it does feel deleted scene. Um, actually, I think the report was like he did delete it, and then he got to add it back. He, like he fought for that scene, <laughs> and I was just like, okay, like if you want to, <laughs> like, um, I, I actually wouldn't mind like another movie, which I know will never happen. But like, I, I, I thought this movie introduced the characters well enough, and the performances were strong, and I cared about the characters by the end. Like, it, and again, it's not a great movie by any stretch, but I enjoyed it, and I liked it, and I wouldn't mind a continuation, even though I know it will never happen. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I'd probably see another one. I, I'd hope that it would be better. Um, and I, I, but I'd like to. I mean, I thought the actors did a great, did a fine job in their performances. So I'd like to. I guess I'd like to see the actors kind of reprise the roles again, rather than see like a continuation of the story. You know, like if I think, because I think Audrey Taylor Joy did a great job, um, and I thought, uh, you know, Blue Hunt did a really good job as um, Moonstar. And, and, and you know, I, I even like none of the performances are bad. And it's it's the story is is followable and there's some I mean there's I thought the uh, I would have liked it to have kind of leaned a bit more into the horror aspect of the film because I think there are some pretty I mean the the smiley face man is a bit is definitely creepy to look at. <laughs> yeah, I love excuse me I love that part um with the smiley face man and like I said I liked everything with Demon Bear I thought that was pretty cool even though like again the visual effects were very cartoonish but I think it's like deliberately so because mm-hmm. it's like it's transferring from her like psyche. Yeah, it's supposed so, to be a nightmare of some sort. Yeah, and I think it looks cool. Like, and um, yeah, I mean, I just enjoy the entire like third act. I thought like the third act was like pretty intense actually. Like, I like I don't want to spoil what happens, but like you know, shit goes down in the hospital and they're kind of forced to like band together. And seeing them teamed up, I was like, yeah, like it's cool to see them. Like, it's different from the other X Men movies where the Professor X, who's this really talented, and he like his entire life purpose is to help other mutants like understand their powers and use them for good right or -hmm. if they don't want to be x-men he treats them how to live with their powers right but dr reyes and uh i I don't want to spoil it but like who she's working for they want to exploit the powers they want to evoke these reactions out of them and weaponize them right and it's interesting to see what a team formation moment looks like in a film where you don't have Professor X's guidance. Hmm. You just have this unleashed potential of people that are teens that have been abused and, um, you know, just objectified for just being mutants. And that's why I was kind of talking about, like, the allegories for sex or uh, sexuality and racism. And just, like, these teens are just very oppressed for, like, just being who they are. And at the end, it's kind of just refreshing to see them, like, come to terms with it and kind of... It's almost like a coming-of-age movie. Like, it's like they... They come of age, they, you know, are finally in control of their powers, and it's nice, and I like it. Um, again, it's not a great movie, but I there's just enough in there that I could recommend it to somebody, you know? I don't know if I'd recommend it. I'd maybe... It depends on the person, I guess. Like, uh, I mean, I don't know. If you really like... I don't know. I guess if you're interested in it, it's worth watching. Um, it's not. It's not. Like, a I'm particularly... not gonna tell your mom or something to go watch it. Like, I'm not gonna be like, Leanne, you should go watch New Mutants, but. <laughs> If, like, someone likes Marvel comics, I'll be like, okay. like Yeah, I probably. mean, if you like these characters, it's probably worthwhile. I wasn't familiar with this. I guess if you like the characters, it's probably uh, worth watching. It's not like the – this isn't like a like a like an Artemis Fowl level thing or anything oh, no. like that. It's a, it's a fine film. And also, I feel like the pushbacks and, like, the delays for this movie are, like, not – it's not comparable to, like, Fantastic Four or whatever, or Dark Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Because this movie was delayed. Oh, yeah, this is nowhere – this is absolutely nowhere near, like, the level – anything like a dark phoenix or a, or a fantastic four well like people were equating it to that on twitter and i'm like it's not the same thing because like it was delayed because of covid and because of like disney acquiring fox like they weren't releasing movies during that time mm-hmm. because of the acquisition yeah it was a, and, it was a, it was like a rights issue it wasn't a, it wasn't because the movie was shit no like they literally been sitting on this cut of the movie for like two years like they uh, they planned on doing reshoots but they never actually did them so there was no re-edits there was no anything else like there are discussions of that, but it never happened. So, like, what you saw was what they shot in 2017. Like, this is what you would have saw two years ago. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. Like, again, I'm not going to... I I don't have a lot more to say about it, but I liked it for what it was. I enjoyed the movie. I, I, I feel like I'm very minority on that. Like, I'm on <laughs> a few things. But I, I liked enough of this movie that I could say I enjoyed my time with it. And Any also, Anya Taylor Joy, if you're watching, my you, I'll DM me and I'll you can have my email. <laughs> um, what would you give New Mutants out of ten? I'd give New Mutants a six out of ten. I'm. How do we have the same rating? Like you don't. Oh, wow. <laughs> you clearly. Okay, I'll give it a six point five just to like. Just it I can bump it to a five if you want. No, I mean, no, I mean, six is, I mean, I'm just, because you were very negative on it over text, so I was kind of just like. I was just, I mean, I was in, in the first ten minutes are very, very rough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is, but like, I genuinely think it gets better, like, from that point, and I mean, that's why I wanted to tell you over text, but then I didn't want you to, like, throw it back in my face if you disagreed, so. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'd give it. A, I mean, I guess honestly, yes, a six point five. Maybe a six is too low, and I did genuinely enjoy it. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, don't risk COVID for it. I won't say that, but like, if you know, there's a drive-in near you or something, or if you're listening to this in the future when it's on Disney Plus, watch it. I would say if you know what you're getting into and you're not expecting much, it's it's all right. It's all right. It's um, all right. All right. So we're gonna pass it to uh, Inverse Joe. Um, hopefully he can catch the bullet. He can catch this yeah. like, thing we're throwing at him. So in three, two, two one. one. Thank go. you, Inverse you go, Joe. And when I say you are looking extra handsome today, um, I'm uh, inverse. I'm non-inverse Joe, and uh, I'm here with uh, my, my start co-host. So <laughs> with my co-host. I didn't know that when we used Tenet that you became more drunk than you already were before. Yeah, that, like, that's the when you the inversion process is very there's there's a lot of alcohol involved. So mm-hmm. it's kind of cool that we understand it more than Christopher Nolan does. Um, yeah. my, my name is Adam, and you already intru- got introduced to me at the beginning of the episode, so I don't know why I'm saying that. Mm-hmm. Um, today, on this side of the episode, we are doing a Spider-Verse ranking. And you know what? We had to have a, uh, a dear friend of the pod who's only here for Marvel episodes. Do you introduce yourself? Hi, yes. I am also here. Uh, I did not see New Mutant. Sorry, I have nothing to say. I will not see it. I don't care. My name is Murphy Kenefick. I am here to talk about Peter Parker. Cool. Yeah. I mean, he, he just, he's, he's taking a stand against movies in general. I'm over movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before the AV club did it, uh, Murphy did it first. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. They did a whole article this week. They're like, we're okay with no movie theaters. Like, it's fine. I'll but, see Tenet, and that's it. Okay. Well, that's, that's, that's respectable. We're just stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so as uh, Murphy said, we're going to be talking about Peter Parker today. Um, I thought it would be fun to do a kind of a ranking of the Spider-Verse. Every iteration of Peter Parker, like actual movies about Peter Parker. I'm not including the Avengers movies. I'm not including like the Venom movies or whatever. Like just movies that have Peter Parker as the main character. That's what we're ranking today. Parker. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, JK. Um, and... I think we're going to start um, just in chronological order. We're going to go – and we're also, we're not going to talk about the movie to movie because I feel like that would take way too long. So I think I want to talk about, like, the Raimi trilogy as a whole, like, to start off with. So, Murphy, like, what are your memories with the Raimi trilogy uh, and, like, just your thoughts on them now? 
Wow, wow. Big question. Uh, the original Spider-Man was played ad nauseum in my home, the VHS tape. Um, definitely a, a childhood staple. And I love that, for sure. Um, but then, I swear, I don't think I ever saw Spider-Man 2. And then Spider-Man 3 I saw. And so the opening credits of Spider-Man 3 where it's like giving the recap, you know, I really got a lot out of that. Like, I really picked up the context clues. So I watched Spider-Man 3 for the first time, and I wept. Like, it's one of the first times I ever like, genuinely fully cried at a movie. And then I think I went back and watched Spider-Man 2. Or I had didn't remember it. Either way, Spider-Man 3 is my favorite, coming in with a hot take already. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and uh, I, I love them all, though. I think they're all good. And they're all really, like, idiosyncratic and special and fun. Uh, but Spider-Man 3 is the most it's wacky as hell. Um, but overall, love them. Love them all. I'm already regretting this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Joey, do you want to give your thoughts? Um, I did not know that that was Murphy's take, but all right, I'll keep. We'll go. Uh, I, um, I, I have very fond memories of the the Raimi films. I grew up watching them. I think Spider-Man Three is one of the earliest movie theater experiences I can remember. As I, I've seen that, and I, I um, my I went with my dad. Uh, and I love these movies. Um, I hadn't seen them. I rewatched a co- I rewatched a couple of them for the for this uh, this pod, and they've aged like a fine wine. And I love them deeply. I love the Raimi films. Yeah, summer two thousand seven was like the best year for movies as a kid, um, because <laughs> I just remember seeing like pretty much everything that came to theaters that summer. And Spider Man three was like probably like in the eyes of a kid that was my most hyped movie of all time. Like <laughs> I. Yeah. I mean, because I, I watched Spider-Man 2 religiously as a kid. Like, like I would come home literally every day and I'd put on the DVD. Instead of, like, putting on Nickelodeon or something, I would just watch Spider-Man 2 again. Nice. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I love these movies. I, actually, I think the first Spider-Man was my first PG-13 movie in theaters ever. Like, it was the first non-kids movie I ever saw. Um, how old? And, are, do you want to say that? How old am I? Yeah. You don't um, I was... Well, how old was I? No, I was probably fucking four at the time because yeah, it wasn't my. Yeah, so um, I was probably too young to watch it. I don't know if it was a good idea. It's a pretty wacky movie, but um, I remember just adoring it in the theaters. And my mom like had to buy me like an action figure because I wouldn't shut up about it. Mm. <laughs> and uh, in fun fact, I stole that action figure. I still have that Raimi. I you action you stole it. No, I don't. I but I, I still have it. His uh, arms don't bend, but I love him anyways. And I think and then Spider Man two was just incredible. Um, just like Laura Palmer. I don't get that. But her arms don't bend back. Ar- oh Perfect, got I, it. I just finished the show the other day. I gotta gotta get a reference in there somewhere. Is this an episode of Twin Peaks? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> He's pushing for one. Uh, I gotta pushing. rewatch it if we wanna do one. But mm-hmm. um but yeah, I, I, Spider-Man 3 was like a great movie in the eyes of 10-year-old Adam when it came out. But I'm just going to go on a limb here. It does not hold up nearly as well um, as I thought it did. Um, I think there's some great stuff in it. I just don't think it... I mean, the CGI is like awful. And <laughs> like that scene where like he's like uh, the Hobgoblin's like in the alleyway. And he's like chasing Spider-Man and throwing the blade things. It's horrendous. And the amnesia storyline is atrocious. <laughs> and the whole pie scene is laughable. And I think, uh, what's her name? Uh, 
Mary Jane, I forgot the actress's name. Um, Kirsten Dunst. She's a, like the actress's name. I forgot her name, but. um, uh, Kirsten Dunst. Right. Yeah. So she's, she's a great actress in general, but she's awful in these movies. I'm sorry. She sucks. Like she's bad. Like, and I don't think Mary Jane's a good uh, love interest. I, she, they have no chemistry and um, they're, she's only there because she's in the comics. And that's my hot take, I guess, is that, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I think I love these movies, but there, if there's like one consistency that I don't like, it's kind of just Mary Jane, and it's because she's a nothing character. And I don't know. I mean, but, they're but beloved, and yell at each other. what's that? Her parents yell at each other, and that makes us sad for her. Yeah, and like she, you know, she's like a waitress, and she wants to be a Broadway actress, and like. Yes. It's just it, like who gives a fuck? Like I, <laughs> and I know that's like this didn't even reach to the back row. <laughs> She's just it, to the second row. I don't know. There's just something about, and, and the thing is like most Spider-Man stories do that stuff really well, where it's like these seemingly inconsequential things that weigh heavily on Peter and his loved ones. Like sometimes even more so than the supervillains they're fighting, right? But there's just something about those side stories in these movies that don't necessarily work with me. But that being said, I think everything, especially Spider-Man 2, where it just deals with Peter Parker's life and responsibilities is, like, I still think, like, the pinnacle of, like, what comic movies can be. And I think Tobey Maguire is an excellent Spider-Man. So I just, I I love this trilogy as a whole, even though it has some, like, warts in between. So wait, you have no use for, like, the love triangle? It see okay the thing is like it's pretty bad when it's operating like in function in three but when you get to the final moment where they're all together at the very no, end I don't mean just three I mean the whole thing I mean from Broomer fast to the big bouquet of flowers and Harry like leering up in the balcony um the <laughs> bouquet of flowers like visual gag is genuinely really funny but i i think it's really cheesy because it's the same thing that with peter and mj where it's um harry and mj i don't like they have no chemistry like i i mean it's believable in the first movie because it's just kind of like a high school relationship and you're like okay i i get it like they're just together but they just none of the relationships in the movies ever evolve um i I believe harry and peter's friendship but when it comes to like them with mj in particular i don't buy it ever like it's just and that's something that was just very evident on this rewatch for the pod, in my opinion. But, you know, I mean, do you want to state your case for that or like what? Who, me? About yeah. the triangle? Yeah, I mean, you, you seem to like it. I'm realizing I haven't watched the original since 2016. The second one before then, and the most recent one I've seen is the third one back in 2018. So they're not super fresh, um, but I, <laughs> I feel like I do remember them well. The, the love triangle, I, I was always engaged with maybe it's just because i was told to be engaged with them um, <laughs> but no i, I feel like it, the, the conflict like in the second one because like harry's like getting over it and then you know he finds out you know he still he wants to kill peter and he's still mad at mj and then that kind of like all pays off in the third one like when he like when he kills her or he almost kills her um I don't know. I, I like it. And yeah, at the last moment when they're like, he's dying and they're like up on the, in the building with the sunset or the sunrise or whatever. I, I don't know. It all, it all hits for me. No, genuinely that moment's great. And even the part with Sandman, like pretty much like right after that's actually genuinely good. Um, I think, uh, 
what's Topher Grace as Eddie Brock is Eddie Brock. fucking. He's uh, atrocious. No. Yeah, no. He, he's no, he's no, terrible. No, 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 no. Um, Topher he Grace is a questionable actor to begin with. When Bad Spider-Man like whips his pants out and like jumps away <laughs> and he, he's like, what the hell? Like that's so oh, funny. So I laugh. I laugh. Every- Whoa. Joey. My uh, headphones just came undone. Uh, My apologies. <laughs> um, I just got a glimpse of what I sound like. Yikes. Um, and then <laughs> when he's like, I want to kill Parker. And like, he has so many little quips. <laughs> that just, and they're all bad. When he's in <laughs> and he's like snapping pictures of her or whatever, it's so fucking cringy in like the best way. See, okay, see, that's the thing with me. <laughs> You're like, it's so shitty, but I love it. It's like, not shitty. It's like deliberately goofy, which is how they all are. The third one's just like the most. But most of them have like actors who are capable of like, like walking that balance. And I think like Tobey Maguire is... Um, Willem Dafoe definitely is. He owns yeah. like, oh, he yeah. owns the cheese completely. But Tover Grace is just like he's he's like terrible in these movies or in the third one. Like he's just yeah. awful. And yeah, I, th- I, I agree, Adam. I agree. Oh. Okay. Oh. okay. Thank you, Joey. Joey, <laughs> hey, so I heard you got canceled. Yeah, I did get canceled uh, for this hot take that I'm about to lay down uh, right now. A is this the cancel? I was well, no, it was a ta- it was an inversion cancel. It, was an uh, it hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened. It's about to. <laughs> um, uh, I think the I think a lot of Amazing Spider-Man three is pretty good. I think there's what? pretty shit the what? stuff in the movie. The Amazing Spider-Man stuff. three. I meant to say Spider-Man three. There's so many fucking. Why are you even on the pod if you don't know? I was just thinking that. The, uh, you know, so Spider-Man 3 is a pretty <laughs> shitty movie, but there's some pretty fun parts in it, and the stuff with Sandman is is pretty good. Um, I love Sandman, actually. I think he's a super I compelling villain. Too. So it wasn't a hot take. Never mind. I like when he pulls out his, like, signature shirt, and, like, the train is rattling in the background, and the audience is supposed Wait. to be like, oh my god, that's the shirt he wears in the comic. <laughs> Like, when uh, he's trying to pick up, when he's trying to pick up his little daughter, his the picture of his little daughter, seven year old Joseph, good. that was the saddest thing he's ever seen. Oh yeah, yeah, that moment like where he's like his entire origin is like perfect in this movie. Are we gonna disagree about the CGI in that? Like when he becomes sand, I think that looks pretty good for fucking 2007. In the context of the year it was made, it's good. Sure. Um, yeah. In the script, it actually just said he becomes sand, so that it was a pretty, a pretty, uh, pretty cool script. Sounds like you just made that up. I, I only I, want to talk about Spider-Man Three. Um, my favorite sequence in it is when the crane like knocks over the building, great moment. and the photographer's like, "Give it to me, baby," and she's oh. like posing on a copier, and then like the sound in that when the crane like takes out the building and he's like falling off and going through the crane and the shit is like landing on people and like the drawers are impaling people. It's so good. It sounds so good. It's so exciting. I love that. It's um, I feel like that entire sequence is kind of like the blueprint for that. And I know you didn't play Spider-Man PS4, but there's a moment in that game Mm -hmm. where that's kind of very reminiscent of that, where he's like kind of Uh, falling with a destroyed building and like all the like stuff is falling with him. Yeah. It's also the same thing where he like kind of like flies through the crane. Um, And I just, that entire sequence is really good. Um, See, that's the thing about this movie that like, there's so much that I love about it, but then there's equal parts that I just almost hate that. I I mean, I still give it like a positive review. I still enjoy Spider-Man three. I think people are still 
even though I'm giving it shit right now. What about think- now dig on this? awful it doesn't work and i and if you defend it you're just an apologist i'm sorry like not enjoy that it's i've heard funny but it's not like i don't know because i've heard people really defend the scene because they're like it's he's supposed to be awkward because he's peter parker but it like it's just i think it's as a film it's badly done i'm getting so much intentional thinking about if if it's intentional it's a huge swing and a miss because it really does not work and he like that scene is so funny to watch because it's so it's such a chaotic scene though then now when he's in the club with mary jane yeah, and then he like, like pushes her, her and he's like about to hit her i don't know i'm like what the fuck is going on that's how he knows that's what takes him out of it it's important I yeah guess. but it's like it's just so stupid like i don't know like <laughs> it's just it's dumb like everything about Uh-oh. like it's just cringy and like if the point is that it's supposed to be cringy that i'm it just doesn't work like it's just I, I don't know. Like it's, I, it's, it's a weird choice, and I don't think it works. But it's, I mean, it's funny. Like I laugh every time I see it. Listen, but it's, I'd it's, rather have golf Peter Parker hitting his girlfriend than like the <laughs> sterile sappiness of the MCU and no. the <laughs> boring shit of Sony. So I'd rather him do that. And I'd you do know this is Sony, right? Well, you know what I mean. The later <laughs> Sony ones without Raimi. <laughs> Um, no, I, I like how we're only talking about Spider-Man three. Yeah, we, we so Murphy anyway, loves three. This is just a Spider-Man Adam, three pod. We haven't even talked about Bernard. Why did Bernard not say something fucking decade ago and save us some time? Wait, who? Bernard is uh, is the the um who? the, the, the uh, Harry's Butler, and he's like, oh, I clean. Oh. <laughs> he died by his own blade. Yeah, he just like he like fucking let. Harry become like an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. What about the omelets? What about doing the twist? What about tastes like strawberries? There's so many moments. I just, I just love that that dude, like he knew that he was gonna go kill Peter that yeah. night. He's like, I, I better not say anything about this. <laughs> Bernard MVP. What about oh. the guy who says rent? What about Lauren Lapkus who makes him cookies? That's Lauren Lapkus? No, but it looks just like... Oh, goddamn, dude. Can I get some with nuts in them? What about the Aunt May anecdote where she's talking about how Uncle Ben proposed to her? She's like, I thought the ring was Yes, great moments. But I will also counter that with literally everything with Eddie Brock. What about Bruce Campbell as the maitre d'? These are all at the top Great moments. <laughs> Dude, I like the when movie. I'm not snaps and makes the bottle, like, the, the bottle go away for, like, the third time. That's, I like, like the movie. top-tier funny shit. You're not going to change my opinion. It's a it, comedy, and it makes me cry. <laughs> I'll, can we talk about Spider-Man 2 for a second? <laughs> I'm going to sit this one out. What You don't want to... I mean, give us your opinion on Spider-Man 2. Oh, like, you, you guys... I, Spider-Man 3 is mine, okay? You guys have stories. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, Joey, do you want to tell us, like... Is, is Spider-Man 2 your favorite? I'm just assuming it is, right? It is not my favorite of the three, actually. It I didn't... I, I rewatched the first one for this pod. I watched it, um, and I, I, the sec, I've seen, I, I watched the second one as well, and the second one is, I mean, the second one's everything you want out of a sequel, and it improves in a lot. I just think the first one for me is just so ingrained into my childhood. Like I've seen the first Spider-Man movie so so much, and I think like. I just it's it's really a personal preference thing. I don't think one is necessarily better than the other, but I just think there's so much about the first Spider-Man that is just in, embedded in me. And I, I, I but I, but two is probably a, probably the better movie, but I, I just think one has my heart. You know what I mean? 
I do like this trend or like this uh like little thing we're doing where we're each talking about our favorite one. I didn't know that was mm-hmm. a thing. Yeah, this like it's kind of worked out. Is I two your it. favorite one? Because this might have worked out nicely. <laughs> two is my favorite one by um hey! by a long shot, <laughs> I, and that's I'm the same as Joe. Like I think two is the best, but it's not my favorite. Um, I think two is the best, and it is my favorite. Um, I think. And again, I love the first Spider-Man a lot, um, but I think it's kind of like what Joey said, where it is like a better sequel in every way, and it's like everything you want from a sequel. Mm-hmm. But like, I think even just from like production standpoint, like it looks better. Yeah, it, it looks like, better, and the effects are better for sure. And it just moves at a better pace. Like it's more confident in its own skin, and that's not like a knock on the first one. It's just I feel like Sam Raimi, like he did such a good job with the first movie, right? He established the characters so perfectly. Like he didn't have to do any setup in this movie. He just gets to play in the sandbox that he created in the first movie and then he gets to go deeper with the characters because he set it up so well originally and i just think um and i've said this before in the pod like i have two favorite spider-man villains um mysterio and doc ock it really depends on like who's writing the characters when it comes to like who i prefer um but like i think doc ock is like one of the most compelling comic book villains of all time and alfred Molina fucking owns as uh Mm -hmm. doc ock in this movie he is just so incredible that sequence in the hospital is terrifying mm-hmm. um incredible just like literally everything about this movie i fucking love there is not one thing i dislike about this movie it is a perfect peter parker about Mary story. Jane? she it's not good and i don't believe it but like it's fine like it's like it's well, this also is like the romance movie of the three like with the whole wedding thing and the astronaut and whatnot like this is the romance movie, so. But it, I believe it though. Like it's just, I don't know. She like, said I, you didn't. I believe. Okay, I don't think there's any reason why he should love her, but I believe <laughs> that he does. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I, yeah. <laughs> like in and, and he's gone through so much. You're just like fuck. I just want him to be happy. Like have the, this one thing, because the entire movie is him being denied of just one thing that he wants. Everything he tries to do in this movie, he fails to obtain. And it's not until he has to dispose of Spider-Man that he starts to actually get his life together. And it's just such a brilliant movie. And I think the way Sam Raimi writes the characters and have them like all intertwined with each other is perfect. And I love it. And that train sequence is like one of the best, not just like comic book sequences of all time, but like just Ooh, film. I do like, I do love the, they try to do the, you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us thing again. And he's like, okay. And like just pushes them all aside. That's great. It's amazing. Um, it and the, so easy to just do that again and like wink at it, do it a different way. But like they completely like Joe did the inverse. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, Joey, do you want to talk about Spider-Man 2 at all? Spider-Man 2 is sick as hell. Um, that bank robbery sequence, I, I thought was like the craziest thing in the world as a kid. And totally. I, I mean, the thing is, I, I think Sam yeah. Raimi kind of with one and two, I think he kind of I don't know if anyone has ever like adapted a hero better than he than like i think this is might be like the most like pure adaptation of a hero that i've ever seen because I, I mean marvel does a great job with it and dc has some really good ones but they're always kind of it i don't know I, when i watch these movies i really feel like sam raimi really, really understands these characters and kind of in the same way that uh because adam has a adam has said that he thinks ryan johnson understands the star wars universe more than any director i think sam Which raimi really gets spider-man more than anybody because there's Bobble just sure, yeah. when you think about how many um like perfect spider-man moments there are littered throughout all of these movies it's just like i mean that the, the up 
upside down kiss in the first movie is just one of the best movie moments of all time. It's one of the most iconic things ever. And it's, there's just just so many of that. And I think, I mean, not to talk about, not to deviate from the second one, but the first one, Willem Dafoe as the Green Goblin is the best fucking thing I have ever fucking seen in my entire fucking life. He's so good when he's just talking to himself in the mirror. It's amazing. And, uh, and I also think Alfred Molina does an exceptional job as, uh, as Doc Ock, and I think the he just there's uh, Thomas Hayden he Church. <laughs> he's uh he's he's uh, the movies are good, man. What can I say? I just like him. <laughs> this one thing I wanted to talk about before we move on to the amazing movies, um, with uh the Spider-Man in Spider-Man Two, the train scene, um. I already talked about it a little bit, but the one like little detail that I love is like how everyone sees his identity on the train, but they just all agree to not say anything. Like they're just like, we won't tell anybody. Like when the kid fucking hands him that mask. Yeah. And he's like, Don't worry, Spider Man. Well, it's not like they know his first and last name and address. Yeah, but like someone could like take a picture or like report. Like, I don't know. Like they could With do something. They're a camera. I don't know. Fuck fuck off, Murphy. I don't they're like I don't... <laughs> Sure. But they could but they're all just like, We won't tell anybody. Like, you're safe with us. Because it's just it, that entire scene epitomizes their like relationship between Spider-Man as a figure in New York as like just a yes. place yeah. so perfectly better than any movie or comic or video game has ever done before, I think. Yeah. And it's just it, it kind of epitomizes why, even though that I have some flaws with the trilogy as a whole, while I think he is still an amazing uh, depiction of Spider-Man, and I think that two is just like the epitome of why Raimi's interpretation is still great, even though it's like a little dated and a little bit silly in retrospect. Um, it still works completely, in my opinion. So, yeah. What about um, he's like it's hip, it's now, it's wow. That part was Dave, but this part was me. And then he's like, get it, I had it, hate it, get it out. And then he's like, his desk buzzes, and he has to like take the right pills, but he can't because the desk vibrates and like shakes the pills out of his hand and she's I, like drink plenty of water that's funny i'll say this three is the one that goes <laughs> the furthest with the comedy like the first two definitely like dip their toes in it um but like three at times like there's entire moments that are built around comedy how do we like, feel about the retcon that he killed uncle ben um i don't like it it i just remembered but... like I don't, it's weird, because, like, It's unnecessary. You, it is unnecessary, but, like, at the same time, that moment with Sandman at the end is, like, good. Like, it's really good. Yeah, like, it is. So, I'm conflicted on it. Like, I don't think it, like, if, if that scene wasn't good, I'd probably hate it. But that <laughs> scene is good, so I'm kind of, like, well, so like I don't know. Time. I don't know. I mean, how do you feel about Murphy? About what? Oh, uh, the retcon. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Okay, you brought it up, so I thought you had something to say. <laughs> yeah, you brought it up, and then you'd be like, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> it's easily my favorite. Like, I, I think it's nuts. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm glad you have it. I'm really, um, these are the only Sam Raimi movies I've seen. You haven't seen any of the Evil Deads? Nope. You don't no. like horror movies, right? Well, You didn't see Oz the Great and Powerful? What the fuck I is wrong did with not, that? no. I did. Uh, dude, Zach Braff plays a monkey in it. Like <laughs> James Franco's. The, also, Lawrence James Hughes Franco was? can be a talented actor. He's pretty bad in these movies, I think. 
Everybody, uh, I think he's, uh, like, he's good bad. in two. No, he's good. He's good in two, and he's good bad in the first one, but he's not good in the third. Like in the third one, he's so yes. weird. There's moments in three where I think he's good. Like that fine. Like his death scene's pretty good. No, but, like the whole time where he's like fucking with Peter and like manipulating MJ, he's he's all the way there. He's scared. I'll, I'll just say the scene where he's like eating the pie and he's like mm-hmm. so. And good. then he vanishes. <laughs> it's the stupid. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. Like, three feels like a fever dream at points. That's what's great about it. (laughs) We've already done everything else. Let's do it like this. It's perfect. Okay, so, I mean, any final thoughts on these, uh, this trilogy before we move on to the next one? What about when she's like, film's extra? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Murphy. (laughs) Joey, any final thoughts? Um... These movies are great, um, and I think that uh, uh, up until actually, I don't want to spoil what I think about a movie later on. But um, these are movies; these are classics, and the first one is near and dear to my heart. And that uh, the fight scene at the end between um, Spider-Man and Green Goblin is sick. Um, that's that's I... all I got to say. Wait, uh, uh, Sandman's daughter, uh, the actress, is also. Uh... Uh, Kill Bill's daughter, you know the titular Kill, Kill Bill's, Bill's daughter, <laughs> and she's also Steve Jobs's daughter, teenage version. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, so she gets around. Wow. Well, I did not know that. So thank you, Murphy. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> um. Okay. So Murphy, do you want to tell us what you think of the Amazing Spider-Man movies? Amazing Spider-Man movie, July 2012. I'm sitting in a theater with my parents. <laughs> Uh, watching The Amazing Spider-Man starts. 30 minutes in, my mom leans over to me and goes, where's Tobey Maguire? And I get up, <laughs> move to the seat, and I sit next to this other guy. And she's like, don't sit next to him. And I'm like, all right, fine, move back. This movie uh, I was excited for because it's from the director of 500 Days of Summer, my favorite movie ever. And it has Emma Stone, who I love, and Andrew Garfield, who I love. And I'm like, this has got to be good, right? We're starting over. It is absolute dog shit. The second one is better only because it's more ridiculous and it has Paul Giamatti. Um, but it's overall, great. no, they're, they're, they're very bad. They're all over the place. They're way too long. They're not interesting. Doesn't do anything interesting with the characters. It's just a typical Sony content dump. It's like Ghostbusters answer the call or men in black <laughs> international and that shit. You, you know what I'm talking about? They don't, they don't put anything. There's no heart in it. It's just like box checker. Um, second one has Felicity Jones. So that got me excited, but... The, the it's at least like a 7 out of 10 in Murphy's eyes if Felicity Jones Yeah, that's right. Spider-Man <laughs> 2 should be my favorite movie, but it's <laughs> absolutely not. Um, I'll say, like, because I gave you a little bit of shit earlier, and I was kind of... I was definitely joking, but what you were saying about how, like, you know, these are Sony movies. And I, I think you're right in the sense that, like, these, even more than the MCU movies or more than the Raimi movies, like, these really feel oh, like Sony products. yeah. Yeah, they, um, I mean, it just, I think two even more than one, but, like, both of them are just, like, these corporate products that, I mean, and I know, like, pretty much every superhero movie is, like, literally, but, like, there's something about the Sony ones that are just so uh, plastic yeah, in the way I they, yeah. just feel, they feel, they feel very manufactured. Spider-Man. I don't know that the original Spider-Man was, like, manufactured, like, how you're describing. Maybe the no, I'm, I'm saying the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um, like every every superhero movie is like I don't think those were back in the day because it was still fairly new. Well, I'm just saying like they're all. Daredevil. 
I'm just saying they're all corporate made. Like that's undeniable. They all yes. are, but I mean, not, but not all of them feel that way. Right. You know, and that's the thing about the Amazing Spider-Man movies, where I feel like each one has like potential for greatness. Like there are scenes that really shine through and show you like the potential that could be there. Because I think that there's like particularly the scenes with like Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield, yes. like where it's just them vibing. Great moments. Just because they're fucking offset, and that shows through. <laughs> but I mean, then there's like fucking um, whatever the dude's name is that plays the lizard, the worst he's Spider-Man villain. <laughs> he's like, I'm a lizard. I want to make everybody else a lizard. You, by the way, the dumbest fucking plan in any of these movies. <laughs> I will actually no, because the second one has fucking Electro causing like he wants to like do like a dubstep thing <laughs> with like the uh, electricity. I have no memory of it. Like, he's literally, like, sending shockwaves to the power plant, and it's literally playing dubstep, like, with the electricity, and it's fucking yeah, awful. Yeah, and he goes, he's just the, the, he does the itsy bitsy spider thing, and he's like, I hate that song! <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Joey, what are your thoughts on these movies? Um, it's really weird, because I don't like them. I don't think they're good. I think the second one is particularly shitty, but I can't. I'd be lying if I don't. If I said I didn't have a good time watching them. Like I, I think it's just might just be the kid in me who enjoys Spider-Man. But even I've rewatched the first time I saw Amazing Spider-Man two in theaters. I was like that was not good, but hell yeah, because I just have a. I don't know. I just like seeing Spider-Man up on screen. But they're pretty shitty. The lizard is 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 a is a is a bad villain. And I think Andrew Garfield is one of the most talented actors working right now, and he tries his hardest to make this these movies work but they don't and hearing him talk about these movies after the fact is really heartbreaking because you really get the sense he really wanted to do a good job and i i think it's it's weird because i love 500 days of summer as well and it's it i i don't but i don't feel like mark webb directed these movies they don't it, these movies don't really feel directed by anybody they feel very just checklist checklist movies just like oh we got to do this scene and this scene and this scene and this scene and it's the CGI has not aged well, and two is a mess. And I think I, I like I think Emma Stone does a great job as um, what's Gwen the Stacey. lady's name? Gwen Stacy. I don't know why I forgot. Wendell Stacy. Gwen Stacy. and Stacy. Um, and I I think there are good moments in the first one. Um, I, the emo Spider-Man doesn't really work for me because I mean it's Tobey Maguire. He's not an ugly guy, but he's like a normal-looking <laughs> dude. But Andrew Garfield is attractive, so I'm like, there's no way that this this dude is just walking around like whispering through right life. Like this is a hot guy right here. But I think they're good, I guess. Um, people who like them, sure, but uh, they're just they're bad. There's a weird kinda... section of Twitter that's like stan Twitter yeah. for Amazing Spider-Man It's because they were like ten when they came out, like we were with the good ones. Yeah, but I I'm like I get it, but like I'm also not standing for the Raimi movies on Twitter. Like, mm-hmm. it, well, like I'm. That's I'm not like, yeah, I don't know. Like, okay. And I actually agree with Murphy. I like the second one more than the first one. I think really, yeah, I think the, I, I don't think either are good per se, but two understands the character of Spider-Man more than the first one. And I think two also gives him more opportunities to just be Spider-Man. Like, um, there's a whole bunch of terrible shit in the movie. I think <laughs> the funniest part, and I think any Spider-Man movie is in the second one. <laughs> Where he's like, he refuses to give Dane DeHaan the blood that will cure him. Why? Because they don't even explain why he doesn't want to give him the blood. I he vaguely just, remember that. He want he um. This is so fucking stupid. Like um, <laughs> the spider that bit Peter Parker at from mm-hmm. Oscorp 
had like an antidote in it and it's venom that could cure what both of the the Oscor- uh, Osborns have um, in their bloodstream or whatever. But he knows that the only person that has it now since the spider's dead is Spider-Man. And he asks Spider-Man to give him an antidote. And <laughs> he says no. He, just, he doesn't give a reason. He just says and no. why I... isn't that the question of the day? <laughs> that, I love that part. And it's not even in the movie, but I, I love it. My favorite part of that Wait, movie... Wait, I'm not done. Oh, oh, shit. Just real quick, let me say, the funniest part of that scene is when Spider-Man leaps out the window after telling him no, and then Dane DeHaan says, you're a fraud, Spider-Man! <laughs> <laughs> so fucking bad. <laughs> it's awful. I'm sorry, Murphy, go ahead. Again. That, that sounds great. I feel like I'm missing out. I don't remember any of that. Um... My 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 favorite parts are tied. My second, the first one is when he is doing the corkboard or whatever, or like investigating something, something about his parents who were on a plane. I don't know. Oh, and it's like, oh you, yeah. Oh yeah, no, I I I erupted in laughter when that happened. And the other one is obviously Paul Giamatti, our greatest character actor, um, just fucking hamming it up. And I like that it starts and ends with him, right? Doesn't it end with him like fighting end? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I think that's that's it. See, it's shit like that where I'm saying this isn't a good movie, but that's why I prefer to the first one a little bit more because like it has like a goofy, in stylish, cartoonish energy that the first one doesn't have. The first one is trying to have this balance of being a quippy Spider-Man movie, but also being very dramatic, and I just don't think it works. And also, I think the Lizard is the worst on-screen Spider-Man villain ever. But wait, who's even the worst off-screen Spider-Man villain? Well, I'm talking about, like, uh, in the comics Shocker. and stuff. Um, Craven? Fucking... The wall? No, Craven's good. Chameleon. The chameleon. Chameleon's, though. No, I mean, I don't know. Like, there, it just depends on who's writing the characters. Like, well, any character I mean, could be bad, but... There's, like, the really shitty ones from, like, back when there was, like, a villain of the week. Like, there's a there's the wall. There's the wheel. There's... <laughs> they're all, like, bank robbers. Like, that's all the culture <laughs> is. Like, he just wants to rob a bank. Yeah, uh, you, you know John Malkovich is supposed to be the Vulture yes. in Spider-Man 4, right? What? Yeah, that we were. That and it was supposed sick. to open with uh, Bruce Campbell being Mysterio as, as the opening scene. Right. Yeah, I we were kind of robbed. Not gonna yeah. lie. Um, remember that teaser poster for Spider-Man 4 that they released? It was yep. just like a four in a web, yes. and it said like May 3rd, 2011. <sighs> Damn. Anyways, um, yeah, Amazing Spider-Man, they both are not good, but whatever. And also in the second one, that's it's also just a really funny moment, like how he's uh, constantly seeing Dennis Leary just for no reason. Like, yeah, he's just... well, they're trying to mimic the uh, Willem Dafoe thing. I would go and watch this again if it wasn't 142 minutes. It's absurdly long. long. Like, it's just, it, it, there's so many... The thing is, like, if it was just a Spider-Man story, like if it was just him and Gwen, and then there's like, the villains with Electro... And even Hobgoblin's fine, whatever. Like, that's, it's whatever. But, like, it's all the stuff with, like, finding out that his parents are, like, CIA agents and shit. It's just awful. Is that what it is? Yeah, they're, like, CIA agents that uh, were, they used to work for Oscorp, but they were um, infiltrating Oscorp. And they were going to, like, snitch on them, basically. Like, tell them about all the unethical stuff they were doing. And that's why the people from Oscorp had them killed at the beginning. Who cares? Did you uh, know that he's the, they deleted the scene, but his dad was actually dad alive? Where the dad survives. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's ridiculous. My good yeah. friend Scott, yeah. 
Because at the end, he's at um Gwen's... Like, I guess he's at, like, the graveyard, but he's, like, seeing both Gwen and his dad's um thing, and his dad, like, walks up to him. He's like... Oh. And he's like, <laughs> obs- obs- he's like, you're not real. You're not real. I am real, Peter. No, you can't do this right oh, now. God. He's like, I'm sorry, yards. Peter. You have I to understand. That, I like that all the Raimi ones end at a funeral. I forgot about that. Do they? Don't they? Don't they? Or is it just I the first and third one? Just the first and third one. The second oh, one okay. ends with Mary Jane leaving the right. wedding. Well, that's and... kind of a funeral. That's the the again another inverse. The opposite of a, a wedding is a funeral. So I, you're just like a Christopher Nolan. You don't understand what inversion means. But I actually... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, no, I, <laughs> I I don't know. Like, there's something. I, even though I don't like these movies, I'm still kind of fascinated by them, and I. I watched like an, I told Joe the other day when he asked me if I would uh, if I was rewatching these for the pod, and I told him, "quote No, I can't raw dog the Amazing Spider-Man movies." <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had to watch like these. Uh, I I do like what I like to do when we do these like retrospect pods, where I just watch Fandango movie clips, yeah. and uh, some of it's just absurdly awful, but there are glimmers of hope. Like it's like Joseph, like even the worst Spider-Man movies, you can still kind of find a bright spot. If your favorite character, like superhero is Spider-Man, which he is mine. So I don't know. Like it, it, it is what it is. Um, I mean, are we all done with Amazing Spider-Man? Or do I you, just want to guys... say, I wish Felicity Jones got her own spinoff movie as the black cat. That would have been cool. It's bullshit. She's not even in black hat in this movie. It's, it's I know, but she's going to be. She should be. I I wouldn't mind if they brought her back all our Jackie Seven. She just had a baby, so I don't think that's happening anytime soon. Damn, no Jenner or so spinoff movie. Probably not. Damn. Probably. Um, what would okay. that even be? <laughs> uh, it's just like her being like, I'm a rebel. Like, like yeah. I just. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're doing the Cassie and Andor series on uh. What is Disney that going to be? It's going to be like how he's uh. He's, he's just well, doing... yeah, but he was in the Rebel Alliance beforehand. Jin wasn't. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. I'm not actually asking for it, but I'm, I wouldn't put it past them, also. Cares. Next. Okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, Joey, any final thoughts? Or are you ready to move on? Um, oh, I, uh, Andrew Garfield does a good job for you, and um, I think that's, uh, that's about it. Um, I like yeah. that everybody has a Sony Ericsson phone and a Sony laptop. Yeah, and also... Um, but not the bad guys. Not the bad guys. They don't. Oh, and really? Did you see uh, Ryan Johnson's thing on Knives Out where he said that bad guys can't have iPhones in movies, they have to have Androids? Oh, maybe. It's like, a, like you, can, you can have Apple products in movies, but Apple has a contract with them that no villain, um, whether it's revealed at the time or not, can have an iPhone on them. So that's why Chris Evans of Knives Out doesn't have an iPhone, but everyone that's else does. really funny. Yeah. Knives well, um, Out. What? Spoilers for Knives Out. Yeah, uh, I mean it's yeah. I mean fuck off if you haven't seen it. Um. So uh, next is the MCU movies. Uh, just I mean I guess we can kind of talk about his placement like in the MCU as a whole, but uh, I kind of want to keep it to the first two movies or the two movies, but I, I get that that's difficult without talking about like the other ones that he's in. So and keep in mind we have talked about these. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. So Murphy. I'm going to pass it to you since you, I know you have some thoughts on MCU. I have thoughts and opinions on everything. I am going to find it hard to rank these like against each other 
because they are all so different. Like I, I really like Peter in this context. I like his relationship with Tony. I like his relationship with Ned and MJ and the rest of them. I think he is really good if a bit young, but I think he's perfectly like nerdy and awkward, but still like excited. I love his quips. His best quips are in civil war, which apparently we're not talking about. Um, I said, you I, can discuss it. I just don't say, it. I just wasn't like talking about like oh, focus on it. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, I think he. Yeah, I think he's great. I like Homecoming. I like Far From Home better because I think it lets him be Spider-Man a little bit more. Um, because I feel so many of these are him like becoming Spider-Man or like losing his powers or not getting to fully be Spider-Man. Um, that's why I like Spider-Man three so much. Um, but this one, yeah, these are good. It, it's still like as I've said before, the, him in the MCU just feels too like plasticky and syrupy. Just too, like, slick-coated something about it. He's just, like, he's untouchable like the rest of them. Where I, And that's probably just because in the comics and in the rainy ones, he, he's just... It feels like just so more, more raw and intimate. And this one, it still just feels kind of kind of glossy. But I do like the movies. Uh, Joey, go for it. Okay, fuck you. Um, that side. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Andrew... I think Tom Holland does a really great job as Spider-Man. Um, I think... I think I prefer um, Homecoming to Far From Home just because I think Homecoming has a bit more of a like a, a fun, youthful spirit. Um, I remember the first time I saw Homecoming, I was super jazzed off of it. I really thought that was an excellent film the first time I saw it. And I still think it holds up really, really well. Um, I thought Far From Home was really great. Uh, obviously, my homeboy Jake Gyllenhaal is in it, and he kills it. I literally um, have it on a mute in the room with me, and it's at the <laughs> scene where he's at the bar right now. Best. Best might might be the best scene in a Marvel movie is when he's like, well that wasn't so hard was it? That's so oh man, sickle mode that scene is. Um, uh, it's sickle mode that scene is. There's <laughs> yeah, it's, Yoda Yoda stopped by on the pot. I want to hear Yoda say sickle mode. <laughs> you just did. did. You just did. Oh, I just did. <laughs> Yeah, you just sound like Scooby Doo when you yeah, just Scooby Doo. <laughs> well, they're the same. <laughs> so Adam, what do you think? About, laugh. <laughs> what do you think about the Marvel uh, Spider-Man films? Apparently, Yoda's saying sicko mode is like my weakness. Um, okay. Uh, I think Tom Holland and I'm gonna I'm gonna get yelled at is the best on-screen Spider-Man to date. Um, he is fantastic. I think Silence. <laughs> the MCU understands the character better than people give him credit for, but he's not yet the Spider-Man that everyone's clinging to. Like, I feel like, and also there's so many interpretations of Spider-Man that people, when they're like, he's not faithful to the comics. It's like, okay, which comic are you talking about? Cause there's like a billion of them by different writers, different styles, different eras. Like there's so many different Spider-Men that, you can't adapt them all at once. Everyone's going to be disappointed like oh. at some point. So it's just stupid to argue about it. Had to get that out of the way. I think Tom Holland's excellent as Spider-Man. He's an even better Peter Parker. Um, I think just, I think if the other movies kind of had trouble bouncing with the quips and the action, but also the heroism of Spider-Man, um, Tom Holland's interpretation like really solidifies that. And he under, he just does it perfectly. Like there's just as much like m- morality and like character, like, like stuff like between him and Zendaya and just like um, just his responsibilities, but like also his quips and like his jokes and just like his, he you root for him every second he's on screen. And I just love it so much. And I don't know. I'm, I'm like Murphy. I like far from home um, a little bit more than homecoming, but I, I still think homecoming's great. 
Um, I'm a little, if I did have like one nitpick, I'm kind of tired of, even though it's only been two movies, that Tony Stark's, like uh, people that Tony Stark's fucked over are the villains in both movies. Um, I really hope that's not the case in the third one. Um, Especially Michael Keaton, because as I said in my last review, that he really doesn't do anything wrong. Like there's nothing you can say that, I mean, other than like accidentally killing the shocker guy, he doesn't really like, He's not even villainous. He's just a guy. Well, that's what I like in the no, first... No, I do too, but like, I don't like that he's like the villain that like Spider-Man has to stop. I I understand... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't disagree with you, but like, there's also a part of that where it's like, there isn't really... I, I wouldn't even call him a villain in the first one. Like, he's... Right. He, he has to stop... Like, he's... Like, at the end, um, Peter is like pleading with him to not do it because he doesn't want to hurt him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but, I mean, the whole thing is, like, he has to, like, protect Tony Stark's, like, all his shit, like, all his wealth in the face of this, like, small business owner. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. It's it's actually... When you really uh, look at it, it's, yeah. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, though, he knows that if... Because it, it's also about who Michael Keaton sells it to. Like, he's selling it to people like Scorpion. Sure. That are going to use it, that like, the dudes that blew Not up so. the deli across the street. So it's not so much that he's trying to stop a small business owner. It's just about like who he's going to do. Like, Cause the thing is, like, if he was just taking the alien tech, I don't feel like it would be an issue, but yeah. he's sort of giving it to criminals and it's bad. And I don't know, like, I, I think it really, it really does work. And I, I actually rewatched homecoming the other night. And I just, even though I do prefer far from home and I stick by that homecoming really is just like only a hair not as good. Like it's it's still a really great movie. The, the reveal of Michael Keaton opening the door. Oh my is, god, is so good. Like that, that's one of like the few MCU moments in the theaters where it was like, oh fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I I Adam knows how much I think how great I think Michael Keaton is in Homecoming because I think he's the best Marvel villain uh, that they have, and that I just wanted to bring that up that I think he's the best one. Uh, he's like top five probably. Like I. I'm trying to think of who I... Because I think, I guess Thanos would be over him for me. And not to piss Joe off, but Killmonger is probably up there. But, Walt um, Goggins and Ant-Man and the Wasp. Where... <laughs> Walt Goggins and Ant-Man and the Wasp? I haven't thought about that movie since I saw it. <laughs> Weird. Murphy thinks about it every day. I think about it every day. Um, no, I'm, ge- I'm genuinely trying to think. Because, like, I... I feel like there's at least one more villain in these movies that I, like, prefer a little bit more to Michael Keaton. Uh, Justin Hammer. Is he... He's, like... <laughs> he only, like, pulls the strings. Like, he's not... I'm kidding. Uh, the answer is Loki. And he, he... Like, I even hesitate to say him, because he's, like, an anti-hero now. Mm-hmm. Well, so is Adrian Toomes. True, true. But, um... Ultron, I guess, is up. I mean, what, is he your favorite MCU? Yes. Movie? Um... It's no, it's probably Thanos. Damn. Uh, I mean, Joe, you said Michael Keaton is your number one, like straight up. Yes, I think I, he is excellent in this movie. I think there's two others that are like pretty. Or actually, three. Um, Hella. Don't and Ragnarok. fucking say Hella. I knew you were gonna say. Hella's great. Uh, Murphy's so thin. Murphy's so thin. Murphy is very wrong about that. Actually, there's another one of us, and I'm actually like you, but bad, and I'm gonna kill everybody. That's it. I mean, I understand where she's coming from, and I like, because <laughs> you know, Thor. She has some things to say. 
Yeah, I, you know what? I th- just to you know give Joe a little walk around Asgard with what's his name and like kill people and move stuff around. No, nothing I, happens. She monologues and then they kill her. This is for Joe. Uh, Odin was wrong. Like, Odin was oh yeah, Odin was wrong. <laughs> That's the thing. Uh, I um, actually don't think she's that good either. And I don't, Thanos was I right. Mean, I don't think she's bad. Uh, I just I wasn't particularly uh, struck by that performance. But maybe I need to give the film a rewatching. Welcome back to our ranking the Marvel villains podcast. <laughs> well, I'll just say real quick, uh, Ego and Guardians Two, and uh, oh yeah, that's a great uh, one. I Ronan. think the most underrated MCU villain is Baron Zemo in Civil War. Everyone, oh he's up there. He's he's top five. No one talks about him, and he's I like forgot. he's top five. He's fantastic. Um, but Michael Keaton's definitely up there. Um, probably top five. Um, yeah, I don't know. And I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal is also fantastic and uh far from yeah, the home. mysterious stuff is really good so good um and i was kind of worried when i first started because like you know if you have like any knowledge of spider-man going into far from home you know he's gonna yeah. be a bad guy if yeah. you're not an absolute fucking idiot <laughs> you should have picked up on that buddy <laughs> his uh his line reading of you don't want any part of this is so good because like <laughs> later you realize he's like he's acting it's, it's, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. I love at the end where he's like, the guy's like reading him lines in his earpiece and he's like yeah. doing like a thespian performance for Nick Fury. <laughs> um, I just, yeah, I, there's something about it that I really love. And it like, it really mocks like the MCU as a whole, like with his character. Like, just like how people respond to superhero movies almost. It's like, yeah. it's really actually a very smart movie, I think. And I don't know. That's just kind of why I prefer it to Homecoming just a little bit more. I think it's a little more mature. It has a little bit more to say. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I also think yeah. Tom Holland gets better Peter Parker moments in Homecoming, yes. personally. Um, and also, I'll say this. If you want me to defend why I don't like uh, Mary Jane in the original movies, it's because if you watch uh, his chemistry with Zendaya in either of these movies, pre- preferably the second one, because she has more screen time in that one. But like, She's better in the second one, too. Yeah, she has. This is like the blueprint for like what Spider-Man romance should be. Sure. Like, it's fantastic. Like, I mean, that scene where they kiss on the bridge at the very end, just I get goosebumps every time. Like, it's she just is a little cringy though when she's like, I I need what does she want? Like a, a pendant or something that's like reminds me of the Black Flower of Death or something. And she's like, no, it's the okay. Black Dahlia necklace. But Whatever. Like, I'm like she, yeah, okay. But she likes it more because it's broken. It's, it's fine because so they're high schoolers. Yes, that's why it's good. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's cringy, but, like, every high school relationship is, and I, I, I love it. Like, it's so sweet. Um, and know, Murphy? Yeah. I, one time I was asking a girl out, and Dude. I told her that I thought she was really good at being a person. So. That's not bad. High school high school relationships are and cringy, that was last man. week. Oh, that that was, was, yeah, that was actually right before we are started. Are you still dating high schoolers like Scott Pilgrim? Yeah, yeah, I'm pulling a real, I'm pulling a Scott Pilgrim on this Wish one. That was me. Let's, oh god, uh, let's not even talk about uh, Joey's instance at Sundance this year. <laughs> my Swedish, maybe she's the Swedish listener. Oh my god! I told you that before. Oh, you had no reaction what? to it. Did you really? I just, I just thought about that for the first time. So, um, Adam, I just, I am, I'm going to inverse my hotel right now, and I am being very loud. I'm living in a hotel briefly because my apartment is not ready till September 1st, so I've been here a while, and it's 11 o'clock, and I'm just screaming, and I don't care. I've sang for you a few times. Just give me a little context. I should have dropped that at the beginning. Um, Joey, he, so I mean, do you want me to tell the story, Joey? The Sundance story. Tell it yeah. together. So, he uh, uh 
Then it's Poison. Adam, do you want to tell it? Yeah, I'll tell it because you uh you won't tell it, right? I won't he, tell it, right? Fine, I'll he, tell it. He <laughs> he had the best chance to ever get with somebody. Uh, he this very very sweet very attractive Swedish girl came up to him in line, right, She's and was 14. like asking him questions about Sundance, and was like, "What's the best movie to see? What's <laughs> the best seat to sit in? Like, we're, like I, I'm gonna be all alone in this theater." And then Joe's like being a fucking asshole, and he's like, just like, oh, yeah, fine, like God, like just go, sit. like I don't know the balcony, that I guess that's the best seat, like fuck, like just go away. And he's like pushing her off the entire time. And then right when they're about to go in the theater, she asks if she could sit with him, and he just walks away. Why? That is not. She said, I don't have anybody to sit with, and I said, good luck with that. And Whoa, <laughs> that's <laughs> worse. Were you there by she, yourself? No, I was. I had a friend that I was waiting for who was Still. already inside. Well, it is hard to save seats. I mean, it, not but in that they were together, but... like in line. Uh, well, there, she was like, there's like nobody in the theater either, so I cut, totally could have. We're gonna cut Adam out and have our own Sundance podcast because I was there too. We already did that, and I told Joe there's no reason for me to be here, but he's like, no, Adam, we need you. So okay, I, it's, not, it's not the it's not the aggressively okay podcast without Adam on it. Yeah, so it's definitely we not the critic podcast period. Yeah, I don't know how I uh, went back like four name changes. <laughs> <to go. laughs> Joe, real quick, what, what was your favorite movie at Sunday? Uh, at the time, it was Boys State. I think now I would say Nine Days. Um, oh, Nine Days is my favorite. Nine Days is that's the one I keep like rubbing in Adam's face that I saw. Nine it's Days. So is, good. Fuck that's you, gonna man. be a big one. When I it comes love... out. I hope it comes out this year because that's gonna. It, be it comes out in January. They announced it. Oh, does it? Yeah. Winston Duke is excellent. He, if I mean, now that it's in January, I don't know if it'll have awards buzz, but it deserves awards buzz. Well, they amazing. announced it in January because, remember, they pushed the, the Oscars deadline. on my birthday this year. Oh, really? Okay, that's yeah. great, though. I really hope it gets the attention it deserves. Isn't the deadline, like, in February or March now? Something like that. Well, the noms are, like, probably in early March. Okay. Then, this yeah. is the podcast I mean, where we just talk to each other and hang out. <laughs> um, I mean, that's every episode. It's fine. Um, so, I mean, do you guys have anything else to say about the MCU Spidey movies? Or Probably. Um, I hope they keep making them. They're pretty good. Murphy? I like when she's like, hey, Peter Parker. And he's like, hey. I like <laughs> when he activates Instant Kill um, and Endgame. Uh, yeah, I guess that's all I can think of at the top of my head. I liked when he um, died in Endgame. Uh, in uh, Infinity War, that was a pretty cool yeah. moment. We have a Marvel expert on the pod today with Joe, who doesn't even know what fucking movie he's talking about. <laughs> who gives a shit? It's Spider-Man. <laughs> so anyway, The Amazing Spider-Man 3. <laughs> it's my favorite Did you know movie. The Amazing Spider-Man 3 was supposed to have um, Gwen Stacy come back as Spider-Gwen? What? Really? Yeah, and apparently they like... This is so it's like there's an interview with Dennis Leary where he's talking about something completely different. I forgot what. Why are you reading interviews with Dennis Leary about? No, I wasn't. Like I was watching like Spider-Man three videos like on YouTube at like 2 a.m. one night Odd. and like what it was going to be about if it was made. And um, he said like Oscorp like severed his head off his dead body and like froze it like Walt Disney's head and they were going to bring him back to life. Are we ever going to get that Sinister Sti- Six movie? Sinister Sticks. Is I hope it's just saying. exactly in the Amazing Spider-Man universe and they yeah, me don't too. they don't explain it. Well, they're gearing up for it in the MCU because we got Vulture, we got Scorpio, we got Mysterio. Scorpio? Yeah, I said Scorpio. Well, I don't know if you Scorpio. saw Fuck I don't you. know if you saw Far From Home, but uh, Mysterio doesn't make it out of that one. Oh, he does die, doesn't he? 
Does he? Yeah. I mean, he, he, he does, but I think there's a chance he's alive. Yeah, it's an illusion. Oh, right, because at the end... Oh, because, right, I just remember the end of that movie. J.K. Simmons is there. Yeah. All kinds of stuff could go on with that. I think he's likely dead, but I also would not be surprised if they were like, gotcha, he's, he's alive. They could but, come up with a good explanation. Do you think um, Jake Gyllenhaal would come back, though, or...? Probably. Yeah, I mean, why not? He yeah. needs not for like a full movie. Like, yeah, he, he would like, do it I, in like two weeks. He'd do it. Yeah. Um. That's all right. Money, baby. So that is the MCU Spidey movie. All right, last and least. <sighs> Fuck you. Um, Spider Verse. Into the. the into. Okay. I mean, do you want to lead it, Murphy? You uh. <laughs> I feel like I've let all these. It's not fair. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so into the Spider Verse. Um, I'm just gonna go off on a limb and say it is the best Spider-Man movie to date. It is incredible. It is revolutionary. It has some of the best animation of all time. Uh, it understands the character of Spider-Man more than every movie we've talked about prior. Um, it not only understands the character of Peter Parker, of Miles Morales, of Gwen Stacy, but it understands Spider-Man as a figure in pop culture. It understands everything about superheroes in general and how the inspirational they can be to people. Um, it is the best comic book movie of all time. Thank you very much. Holy shit. Oh, I, I, I would need to think about that before I agree, but... Ooh, um, <laughs> Silence. I agreed with most of everything Adam just said. I think I'm a huge Spider-Verse boy. I think this movie is sick. Um, earlier, when I was talking about how I think Sam Raimi has uh, the best understanding of the characters, I think this is another example of that where uh, just the film has such a perfect understanding of who Spider-Man is and who Miles Morales is. And the animation is, is stunning, and the it is so fucking funny. This movie is hilarious. The first 30 minutes of this movie are like a laugh riot. I love this film. Um, I don't know if it's my favorite superhero movie. I'd have to think about that, like, a lot. Um, but it, it's a great one, and I know that uh, Murphy has even more positive things to say about it. Um, well, I, I do have a, uh, a little bit of a surprise. I did watch, like, like a middle 45 minutes of it while I was waiting uh, to record this the first time. Um, <laughs> when I said I was using my time wisely, that's what I was doing. I watched from, like, when it's revealed that what's-his-name is what's-his-name, and then pretty much to the end when they were fighting Fisk. When I first saw it, I was, like, really underwhelmed because, like, everybody had hyped it up so much, and I thought it was fine. I didn't laugh once. I remember distinctly not laughing one time. Uh, the family stuff is good. The Spider-Man stuff is fine. I don't like the concept that anybody can wear the mask because, no, they fucking can't. Um, yeah, they can. That, that totally, like, eliminates the specialness of Spider-Man. Um <sighs> And the animation is good, of course it is. But does it make up for the story's kind of flat? It's just like running no. around. It's it's, <laughs> it's whatever. And I will watch again. And I did the part I did watch. I, I did enjoy you know, it first time. So maybe I will go back through. And check if it I out. had one word, if I had, if I could describe the plot of Into the Spider Verse in one sentence, I think it would be running around. I think that's it is a lot. That's of really all they do in this movie when you think about it. Is it's just they're running around. They are. Um, uh, uh, it's it's very awkward. I don't think it's funny. Nicholas <laughs> Cage it has a Rubik's cube. Ha ha! John Mulaney's a pig. <laughs> Genuinely oh, funnier yeah. than anything in the Raimi movies. You cannot Jesus you cannot Christ. talk shit about Nick Cage's Spider Noir. That is the funniest shit I've ever. That I I, I want a Spider 
noir spider ham team up movie. I'm sure you'll get one, my guy. It's it's coming. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised I didn't think it was funny because I love Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Um, but yeah, I'll I'll watch it again. But the first time I watched it, I'm like, this is another content dump. I'm ready for it to be over. No, it's bored. not. It is I was not like a content so, dump. Like, disinterested in what was going on you just hate movies no i i, I don't i i do now i didn't then <laughs> no uh, it's fine it's, no it's, it's a solid three and a half star go to the movies have some popcorn and a slushy and then leave <laughs> you're just trying to just stupefy no uh, stupefy when it wins the academy award uh here what else would have won We've talked about this. I don't remember. What? There was nothing else. It, well, I mean, even if there was, like, it's better than like any Pixar movie. So, like, whatever. What? Yes, I said it. He doesn't have half on its mind that most Pixar movies do. It has more. It, um, it, it absolutely does not. It does. But okay, you know, what? I'll give you Ratatouille. I'll give you Ratatouille. No, not Ratatouille. The Incredibles, Toy Story, Dude, 2, Monsters Inc. Wall. Off. No. I'm not. Okay. No. Spider Verse is better than Incredibles. I'm saying it. Um. Well, you've just said it's the best comic book movie of all time, so you've already lost your credibility. So you might as well keep going. I mean, I I feel like a lot of people agree with me. Like, it's like the eighth best rated movie on Letterboxd of all time, or something fucking insane like that. Yeah, because it's, it's fucking movie. great. It's awesome. It is a... I... What, Joey? I think the movie is go. really good. I don't know if it's better than The Incredibles, but I still think it's really good. <laughs> it is. It is. But it's better fun. than The Incredibles? I mean, The Incredibles is better than Ratatouille, though, so how do you explain that? It's not, though. It thing. absolutely is. It's it's not. It's sure just... Me, I, I'm starting to come I'll, around on this Murphy I'll watch, guy. I'll watch, with me. <laughs> yeah, I'm disagreeing with Adam. I'll, I'll watch it again. I will in my in my incredibly limited spare time, um, and I'll I'll give it another shot. But uh... I don't know. I just love the visual style of this movie. I think every character, sure. no matter how little screen time they have, is perfectly realized and has like a wonderful character arc. Um, I, I really love the multiverse thing and just like how each, like both Peter Parkers are so different from each other and like Peter, Peter B. Parker, because like when the movie started and it's Chris Pine, Peter Parker, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, he's a little too like perfect as Spider-Man. Like he's just, he's too good at it. You know, I Spider- Pine. Well, I mean, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I like, like in the context of like what that Peter Parker is supposed to be, it works, right? Because like. But my entire thing was, like, he's too clean the way he's doing it. Because it's, like, he's not... Because Spider-Man messes up sometimes, you know? And he... Mm-hmm. I don't know. But there's something about the Jake Johnson Peter Parker that's just, like, no, that's Spider-Man. Like, it's, like, he's a little messy, but when he is Spider-Man, that's when he's best. But it's, like, when he's Peter Parker, that's when he's, like, failing in life. And it's just... It, it, it's so perfect. It understands Peter Parker perfectly, but it also introduces and builds up Miles Morales just on an excellent level um i think it honestly one of the best origin stories of all time it is just keep going one of the best movies of all time why not it is one of the best movies of all time i Holy think fuck. it's in my top 25 of all time i say goodbye to your podcast subscribers everyone agrees I, you're the oh, only I one i forgot the mom i have a hunch that he's gonna adam's gonna have uh, the support on his side I, I, people love this movie so much. like murphy you have to understand you're in the minority here i forgot the <laughs> love this one yeah 
No. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I've never seen anybody get to Adam before. This is just, I this know is how to do to it. Watch. I know how to do it. <laughs> Murphy's been doing it for like seven years now. He knows how. <laughs> Same thing to make me angry is what I'm doing. I gotta start taking notes. I, I gotta. This is. <laughs> I'm not. I, I the thing I is, mean, I can't take like, shit from a guy who like thinks Spider-Man Three is good. Do you think Portrait of a Lady on Fire is one of the best movies of all time? Do you think The Dark Knight is one of the best movies of all time? Dark Knight, yes. Portrait, maybe. Oh. <sighs> I've never. Portrait. What is your favorite movie of all time, Mark? <laughs> um, like crazy. Of course it is. I thought you you said, you said 500 Days of Summer earlier, buddy. So ultimates, that's definitely up there. Mm, did, you, mm-hmm. did you know that? Uh, this is what we like to call uh, sad boy cinema. I will watch sad boy Spider-Verse cinema. again. I will watch it just for you since it's on Netflix. I will watch the portion I did not watch the last time. I will log it on Letterboxd, and I will write. I'll dedicate my whole review just to you. You know what? You you have the, the Departed in your top four. It's yeah. That, that I put that back. That was always my favorite movie. We, I fell out of it, and then I watched it again. I loved it again. You know, to kind of uh, to uh, to channel Adam, do you uh, how, do you think Tom was wrong in Five Hundred Days of Summer, or do you think Summer was wrong? I think they both suck. Think they I both think, suck. Yeah. I think both suck and are lovable in equal measure because they're both people. Yes. And, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because yeah. people have gone back. I, I, I love that film, but I know a lot of people really hate that movie. So People that hate it don't understand it. Yeah. That's my signature quote. It's the it's, it's the rom-com. It's the fight club of rom-coms. Uh, yeah. I mean, pretty Everyone much. Everyone just misses the point, and then they... I've, yeah, people yeah it cra- is people, the fight club of rom-coms. That's actually people dead. are like, yeah, but Tom was wrong. And I was like, that's the whole point. Yeah. yeah, but he wasn't. That's like if if we're doing like galaxy I mean, takes, that's like the second one. Well, there's like <laughs> not to go into a fucking five hundred years of summer podcast, but like why not? He's, we're already talking about Mark Webb. He's um like there's parts of him that like he's a good partner in some respects, but like also his expectations of the future yeah. are so unrealistic and so unfair to Summer as a person to where he's wrong in certain regards, even though there are parts of him that are completely equipped to be an amazing partner to somebody. So it's like. I've it's, written accumulatively three thousand words on this movie, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna partake. Okay, I, I mean I, I haven't talked about it like in like ever. I haven't so seen long. it in a long time. I just it's it's really good. Every time I watch it, it's it's more complex. They're they're just normal people and they're not suited for each other. It's not the right time, but they're they're both good and they'll both be happy. It'll be fine. Yep, and and that's I don't know. not that um, Tom is actually the bad one. And I still, uh, I still own my blockbuster DVD of this movie, like Ooh. the weird hard case. Like that's the version mm-hmm. I own. So that's how I remember this movie. Just I own it on Blu-ray. It was a, it was a blind buy from Movie Stop. I had never seen it. And I just randomly grabbed it, and uh, I, I cried the first time I watched this. Movie. It's like me. Believe it or not, I can cry. <laughs> Did you cry? Cancelled. Yeah, the last time I cried was when I was I saw I woke up and I saw the tweet and I was like it's it's been a good run. <laughs> All right, boys. Anyway, I, think... I have my ranking. What? what? I have my ranking. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna go right to that. So, um, my I think we're gonna start from the bottom, make our way to the top. So, Murphy, what is your vote for number eight? Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man. That is also my vote. Uh, mine would be Amazing Spider-Man two. Well, you have been outvoted, buddy, so... Oh, oh we're making a definitive... 
Yeah, we're making a definitive list. Um, so number seven, I would vote Amazing Spider-Man 2. What about you, Murphy? The Amazing Spider-Man 2. I'm going to vote for The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Wait, Joey. <laughs> you can't. Oh, The Amazing Spider-Man as well. Well, I mean, we already voted, like, eight is solidified, so now he's voting for what's left for number seven. Um, so, Joey, what would you vote for number six? Number six, um, I'm going to put, uh, not to ruffle some feathers, but I'm going to vote for Spider-Man 3. Murphy. You've ruffled my feathers. My number seven... Oh my <laughs> god, hang on, somebody's calling me. My number seven is Spider-Man Homecoming. No, no yeah. six. My number six is uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Wait, wait, okay, we already... I'm so confused. Like, you... Is Homecoming above or below Spider-Verse? Homecoming is five. Oh, okay, so you... Okay, so Spider-Verse really is your vote. Um, well, that's not happening. So, uh, <laughs> oh, shit. six is Spider-Man 3. Fuck you. Bad. That's my number one, so it's perfect. <laughs> well, sorry, buddy. Uh, that's how the voting I'm never works. coming on this podcast again. Until <laughs> that is not true. We have, you made a bracket for us. You I did. Bracket. I did make a bracket. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I guess I'll vote for number five first. Um, I'm, I don't want to piss Murphy off, but I'm going to go for the first Spider-Man. What? Yeah. Sorry. Huh? What are we doing? Number five? Yeah, number five. Mine's Homecoming. I'm going to vote Homecoming as well. Oh, Wait, God. I thought you liked uh, Far From Home better than Homecoming. This is not going to work. <laughs> yeah, but I can't let I can't let the first Spider-Man drop so low. Okay. I gotta play this. I, I'm in here for the long... I'm in the long game here, but... I mean, I'll just give him my opinion. I don't really care that much. Um, uh, all right. He's losing. Now he doesn't care. Um... Oh wait, but I don't want. F- I'll vote for Far From. No, I mean, if we all vote for different. I mean, just do something. Like, <laughs> there's no sense in arguing it. Like, it's just gonna end up there. Whatever. Um. So, okay. So, Homecoming number five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Murphy, what's your vote for number four? Uh, Far From Home. Joey. Far From Home. Uh, fuck me, I guess. Um. Yes. <laughs> uh, my vote for number three is Spider-Man. It cannot go any further than that. <laughs> My number three is also for Spider-Man. Fuck you guys. Yeah, my number three is Spider-Man. <laughs> okay. Um, Joey, what's your vote for number two? Spider-Man 2. Awesome. My vote is also Spider-Man 2, so Murphy. My vote is also Spider-Man 2. What? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. I really thought you would have more of a fight for uh, what's going to be number one, but... Um, no. Oh, what? Do you mean? There's no fight. You guys have the majority. I mean, yeah, but I don't know. Our other guests usually put up more of a fight, so I just expected yeah. more from you. We already had the fight, and we both hurt each other's feelings. I say we just get on with it. I mean, I, I agree. I'm just glad you're taking it so well. Um, My number one is Spider-Man 3, which I fucking love. And we okay. watch over any of these at the drop of a hat. <laughs> All right. Um, Joey, did you write this down by any chance? I thought you were doing this. Um, I should have, in retrospect. Um, uh, it was Spider-Man. It was amaz- Amazing Spider-Man. Well, I Spider-Man. think I know what it is, but correct me if I'm wrong and I read it wrong, okay? Yeah. Okay, so 8 is The Amazing Spider-Man. 7 yeah. is The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number 6, we have Spider-Man 3. Yeah. And number 5, we have Spider-Man Homecoming? Yeah. Yeah. At number 4, we have Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. yeah. Number 3, we have Spider-Man. Yeah. At number yeah. 2, we have Spider-Man 2. Yeah. And at number 1, we have the objectively best Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. You know, maybe I am just missing something. I mean, I, I think so, Murphy. 
yeah, a little like short circuit in my brain that you guys seem to have. We all have movies like that where everybody loves them and you just don't really get it. Show I know I have Moonlight. Fair. Moonlight. I like Moonlight now. Gosh darn Wait, it. What? <laughs> he fell asleep during Moonlight the first time he saw it. Oh, so I gave it, and my go. Whenever I fall asleep, my go-to rating is a seven out of ten. So I gave Moonlight a seven out of ten, and it has followed me. <laughs> it's funny. Like I was at the movie theater one night, and I was. I it was know. like last March. So the only movie that was playing was like Captive State. And I was like, oh, Joe gave that a seven <laughs> out of ten. That might might be pretty good. And it fucking sucked. And then I texted Joe. I'm like, dude, why did you give that a seven out of ten? It was awful. And, I, and he's like, I slept through like eighty percent of it. I just gave it a seven. You can't log it then. <laughs> What am I? Well, I think I, I think honestly, I think I, it was a press screening, so I had to review it in some fashion. Aww. So I was like, oh, it's pretty good. Yeah, but I was like literally going off his recommendation, and I fucking hated it. I know, Adam, you do because you just watched. I'm thinking of ending things for like the fourth time. Yes. Wait, what? I applied to get Netflix screeners because I've written for the film stage. Oh, I mean, if you were for the film stage, you should probably get it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Out tomorrow. No, okay. it comes out in uh, on the fourth. next Friday, right? Yeah. 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 yeah I, I got it like two weeks ago, but I wasn't able to review it until today. I see. Um, I have the Mank screener, so if you guys want. What? To... No, I'm just kidding. I... Oh my god, I was about to kill you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's not until two weeks from now. Um, so. All right. Okay, well... So we agreed on a lot of these. Like a lot of the rankings were unanimous. Yeah, I thought there would be more bloodshed, uh, even though you did piss me off a little bit, Murphy. I, I'm really just the thorn in the podcast side, and that's what I'm here for. Because you two I, get too cute, you become too much of the same through osmosis, and I'm here to break it up. Um, but I'm I'm really curious how the Coen Brothers app plays out, because I actually I don't want to know your takes before going into it. I want to go in completely blind. I'll make are my list you, private. Are either of you aware of what my favorite Coen Brothers film is? Or I nope. think Adam might be familiar with it. I have no idea. I'm I think I know, but I don't even want to tell you what I think it is until we get to the pod. I'm going to make my list private right Because I think it's a hot take, but it's also their best movie, so I don't feel bad about having it my favorite one. But as long I know as Murphy not... texted me what his favorite is, but I already forgot, oh, I? and I won't go oh, back. Good, cool. good, 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 good. Well, because I brought up a movie, and you're like, oh, that's my favorite one. And I'm like, oh, really? But I can't remember what it is, and okay. I won't look. Um, it was the guys, Lady Killers. It's a, it's a really weird pick. For I'm me. actually I I'm that's the only one I haven't seen. I'm watching that next because I've been doing them all, and that's where I'm at, and I'm very excited. So spoilers for the pod. We have a Coen Brothers app coming up. Yeah, <laughs> we have a Coen Brothers back, coming baby. Um, all right. So boys, uh, Murphy, thank you for yeah. being on the pod today. Oh, you're welcome. I really appreciate it. Even though we fight sometimes, we always. I love fighting with you. I wouldn't want to fight with anybody else. Aw. Um, so where can everyone find you online? Um, well, my name is Murphy Kennefick. Uh, I am that on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Letterboxd, Snapchat, Facebook. <sighs> what else? Uh, any, uh, Sony platform that you can find? I, uh, you know what? I swear to God, my favorite phone I've ever had was my Sony Ericsson flip phone. I loved that thing. <laughs> I'm 100% serious. Um, do you have a PlayStation network that the Sony users can find no. you on? Damn. But uh, I play uh, Fortnite, and... Oh, I was just talking about that. They just launched the Marvel season today. It's okay. I'm pissed because you don't get to be Wanda or Vision. My gamer tag is Vision Maximoff, and I was pissed that they added all these players that nobody gives a shit about, like Storm and Mystique and Doctor... Uh, Storm fucking rocks. Whatever. It's boring. <laughs> 
I mean, Joey, I know you're the Fortnite expert. Have you played it yet? I actually uh, have stopped playing Fortnite. I was on. I don't like the new map. I don't know how you feel about either. it, Murphy. No, I, I hate. They flooded the map, and it's not the same game anymore. It's not flooded anymore. Uh, and there are like marauders who come after you. Yeah. And I mean, there were agents last season, but you had to seek out the agent. Yeah. You, now like, they follow you. It's a pain. Now they follow you. Like, cause, so you'll be like, you'll be running around feeling pretty good about yourself. You know, maybe you have a couple kills, maybe. And then twenty like people left in the map. And then you turn a corner and there's eight fucking marauders and they kill you. And if you kill the marauders, they drop a bunch of good shit, but they're really fucking hard to kill. So it gets worse every season. Yeah. Uh, I've never played Fortnite. So. You got it. It's great. Uh, no, actually, I played a little bit of Fortnite, but I am not good at it. So I just stopped. But Nobody's you know what? Right off the bat. Maybe the next time Travis Scott has a concert, I'll go there. Um, okay. Or Christopher Nolan drops a trailer. It's really surreal. I mean, you walk around now and you see Travis Scott with a Captain America shield. Like, it, Wait, really? Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Is, Joey, can you confirm that? Fortnite's just a cesspool of pop culture. I, there's, a, there's, like, there's full-on, like, there's, there's weeks where they'll just put lightsabers in the game. And, I mean, the lightsabers are cool yeah, as hell. They're great. I you might have just sold me on it when you said Travis Scott with the Captain America shield. I, I mean, I kind of do that. have that because you have to earn it. Oh, then never mind. But somebody else good. Um, Joey, where can everyone find you other than Fortnite? You can find me at Joseph underscore Salimony on most platforms and keep your eyes peeled on the aggressively. Okay. Productions YouTube channel. We got some exciting things coming real soon. Um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Adam underscore not Sandler. You can follow me on Letterboxd, Adam Storius, and you can follow the pod itself on Twitter and Instagram. Just search Aggressively OK Podcast. It'll come up. Um, you'll see some funny memes sometimes. You'll be the first to know if Joe dies again or if he gets canceled again. <laughs> or put in jail. Um, or in jail. Like, you never know. He's they he's on the most wanted list, so you really never know. we got to clear you the know, studio pretty soon. So Adam, Adam does run the Twitter account, and I've gotten many texts that are like, oh, Joe, those are funny tweets on the account. And I was like, those aren't me. That's all Adam, baby. So, I yeah. love those texts. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, boys, uh, Murphy, thank you again for being on. Hi. Uh, sure. and, okay, thank you. Um, until next time, gamers, keep gaming. Keep uh, diving into that Spider-Verse. Rent? What? You have rent? <laughs> You're a fraud, Spider-Man. See you later, guys.